The government is charging ahead with plans to crack down on gangs, banning the wearing of gang patches in public. Legislation to be introduced this week will also give police powers to break up gang gatherings and allow the courts to stop gang members associating. Labour's police spokesperson Jenny Anderson says the laws will put pressure on the police workforce. I'm concerned about the impact on increased assaults to the front line. It's really hard for police uh, to consistently uh, enforce this law right across New Zealand. That will be a challenge. Now, earlier I spoke to the Justice Minister, Paul Goldsmith. I began by asking him if he is confident the new bill will be compliant with the Bill of Rights. As with all new legislation that comes in, there will be a a report from the Attorney-General on that issue. Uh, We haven't seen that yet. Uh, and look, there may be questions raised, but we believe that we've got the balance right. So the question then is, would you persevere even if it is in bill of breach of the Bill of Rights, which Parliament can do? Uh, yeah, look, we'll come to that when we get to it. Uh, certainly we're conscious of the fact that there is a, you know, there's been a 30% increase in gang membership. We've got real issues in this country. We want to restore law and order, and so this is about giving the police extra tools to deal with gangs. It is going to be in breach of the Bill of Rights, isn't it? We know that with the Whanganui uh, case, it was found to be inconsistent. Looking at the Bill of Rights, everyone has the right to freedom of expression, including the freedom to seek, receive and impart information and opinions of any kind. Banning patches is going to breach that, isn't it? Well, yeah, but sure, but people have also got the right to be able to live peacefully in a society without being intimidated and harassed. Uh, And so uh, there's always a balance. Uh, and uh, we'll work our way through the human rights implications. But, of course, we campaigned on uh, bringing in these uh, policies. Uh, We've been elected. uh, The Cabinet's made the decisions. We've prepared the legislation, and we're going to do what we said we're going to do. Sure, no, I appreciate that. I just want to be clear that that if you were to be found to be, if the bill was found to be in breach of the Bill of Rights, that's not going to stop you? Uh, No, it wouldn't stop us. Does that then raise some concerns about a sort of a thin end of the wedge here, that while you, as you argue, there are people have a right to safety and the gangs are a problem, so n- not many people like gangs. But of course, if you breach, breach it in this case, who's to stop a future government breaching it with some other group that they don't like that may be more sinister? Well, of course, uh, uh, and Parliament is accountable to the people. And of course, we, you know, so we have to make these judgments as to balance uh, the rights of law-abiding citizens to go about without being intimidated uh, versus the uh, rights of the self-expression of gang members. Uh, we make a judgment. Uh, Parliament is, uh, has the ability to do that. And then we're accountable, ultimately, at the ballot box. If people don't agree with us, uh, they'll throw us out. But we're, certainly the strong message we got during the campaign, number one issue was... Uh, cost of living. Number two was law and order. And so uh, people want to feel safer in their communities. And given the police the extra powers they need to deal with a a gang situation, which has been getting considerably worse over the past few years, is what we've uh, been determined to do. How specific will you be in the legislation as to describing what is a gang, what constitutes a patch? Will there be specific gangs mentioned in the legislation? How do you define what a patch is? Yes, well, of course, we're building on existing legislation where uh, gang patches have been banned in in hospitals and schools, and uh, that legislation has an appendix with a list of uh, 40 gangs, and so that'll be uh, carried over to this legislation, which is extending it to all public places. Uh, and uh, and so the definitions will be in the legislation, and they work effectively. Does it include tattoos? 
Uh, no, we're not including tattoos at uh, in the first instance. Um, uh, so we're just dealing with patches. So a gang member who is in public with, and some do by all accounts, have you know black power or, or mongrel mob, whatever, um, tattooed on their back, uh, they will not be in breach of the new law. No, we haven't started with tattoos. And look, look, we'll take stock if uh, if we find in a few years that that is a problem. Well, we can take the extra step. But our our first step was to start with gang patches. The uh, issue of the internet is this going to cover anything of people posting pictures of themselves and patches on the internet? Uh, no, we haven't included social media either, uh, simply because it, it again that complicates it uh, substantially. We're starting off with. Uh, just the straight intimidation of uh, large numbers of uh, gang patches in the community, uh, and uh, we're going to outlaw that. But the other elements, of course, are the dispersal orders, which gives the police the ability to uh, uh, to uh, tell a, a, a large gang group uh, to disperse, uh, and they have to do that within seven days. If they don't, they can be arrested and fined and even imprisoned. So uh, it's about just giving extra tools, as I say, uh, to the police to be able to do their job. Again, that, that's likely to be in breach of the Bill of Rights, isn't it? The freedom of peaceful assembly. I mean, how do you, what are the provisions around the use of that new law? Because that's potentially quite powerful. How many people would constitute a gathering? Do, whereabouts? I mean, what sort of parameters are on that? Three, three or more. Uh, and uh, um, it's if, if the police have reasonable cause to believe that they'll be um, um, uh, interfering with the, the lawful activities of the rest of the community. Uh, and all these laws, of course, are based on uh, the Australian legislation uh, that we've had in other states. I actually was just in Melbourne meeting uh, with all the, uh, the, the federal and uh, state ministers in Australia. Uh, funnily enough, they're all uh, Labour ministers, and this is basic stuff over there because you know they realise that we have to have... Um, what, what we've seen is an escalation of the intimidation and impact of gangs in the community in the last few years, and there needs to be a legislative response, mm. and that's what we're going to do. Just on that dispersal notice, does that have to be for a registered gang? or Because the worry might yes. be that the police yes. would use that law for other purposes, which... No, 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 it's a, no it has to be gangs listed in the legislation. So, and does it say how many people at any time? Uh, uh, three or more. Three or more people congregating some, so three gang members walking down the street, the police would have the ability to issue them with a dispersal notice. Yes, if, if, if they, if, you know, there's a hurdle there that they have to demonstrate that they are concerned that they will be, uh, you know, intimidating and uh, creating a, a situation where people, law-abiding citizens, didn't feel safe uh, and were being impeded in there, going about their normal lives. I guess the big criticism that has come through over the last 24 hours is that this is an unenforceable law, that the police don't have the resources to do this, and it is nothing more than a gimmick. Is this law, can you give me an answer to this, is this law designed to reduce criminal activity by gangs or simply to make the public feel safer? Uh, well, it's uh, designed to do both. And, of course, you know, we'll have academics and, and reform gang members saying it's all too hard, it's impossible, it can't be done. Well, it's done in other countries and it can be done and it will be done. Uh, ultimately, uh, like I say, uh, I mean, people can mock uh, the concerns of the public around uh, law and order and safety, but that is, it's a real concern for many people. And, you know, anybody who lived in Opotiki and saw the town taken over for days uh, by large numbers of gang members, 
uh, wants to see who, who actually is in charge. Mm. Uh, it has to be uh, the police and well, the law. Abiding. You may have seen the Sunday story on TV One last night, but it was, they were obviously reporting uh, police officers past and present, suggesting they simply yep. didn't have the resources to, to enforce it. Well, and of course, and the government will be giving five. Will be arranging for five hundred extra police. We will have the resources. Ultimately, uh, we back the police to do the job, and we're giving them extra tools to make them, uh, you know, to, to, to make them or to, to enable them to do the job effectively. And so, it's a, it, it's about legislation, and it's also about uh, giving them the resources that they need. And that is the Justice Minister Paul Goldsmith.